Welcome. Becoming an excellent intuitive life coach and building a profitable coaching business does not have to be overwhelming or difficult. It's all about mastering the key pillars in both coaching and business building. Welcome to the Healthy Wealthy Intuitive Life Coach podcast, dedicated to helping you become an excellent intuitive life coach and build a profitable coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Gailey, and I've been an intuitive life coach and running my multiple six-figure coaching business for several years now. And there was a time in my life not that long ago when I couldn't even imagine making six figures or more in my business. And I'm here to tell you it's possible. Together, you and I are going to go down this path, and I'm going to teach you how to become an excellent coach, make offers, provide transformational coaching, attract real clients, and make real money as a coach. We're living in a time right now where the coaches, the healers, the helpers, and light workers are needed more than ever. So it's time to put our stakes in the ground. It's time to put ourselves out there and create the impact we were born to make and also create the income that you desire to make for yourself and your family. So let's do this. Hello everyone, I hope you're doing really, really well today. On this episode, I wanna talk about manifesting. And I'm going, the reason I'm doing this is because I recently did a four week experience with a group of people and we called it the inner work four week or the inner work manifesting four week experience and the experience actually turned into five weeks and we're at the fifth week at the time of this recording and we're actually going to go on and do even more together because we are so like excited about what we're learning about ourselves and we're so excited about what we're manifesting in our lives and that it's actually working And I wanted to give you a little bit of what I've learned about manifesting through this um, with this group of people for myself and some of the stories that some of the students inside the course um, have experienced. So I had a vision about this. It was probably like November or December of last year. And I had this idea. I knew it was coming. I knew I wanted to create something new and create it create something I always feel like January is the perfect time to ride that wave of energy that it's like fresh new starts fresh new energy fresh new fresh new fresh new and I always love to to ride that wave of energy with something either for myself or with a group of people this time I chose a group of people and we did the four-week inner work manifesting experience okay so the gist was, here were the rules. And um, for those of you who are watching this on video, you're gonna see me turning my head a lot because I have my big board over here. And for those of you who are watching in the podcast, you won't even notice. Um, So here were the rules of our four-week experience. I wanted us to see this as a game. It was a game we're playing. I wanted us to have fun with it. Anytime it felt grippy or like, I need this thing so bad, we had to like release that and get back to the playful energy, the fun energy, and that we were just doing an experiment and experience together. 
Um, rule number two, again, not rules like we're in school and we got to follow them and we're going to get our knuckles, you know, whacked with a ruler kind of thing. It was like just, just <laughs> some soft rules. Rule number two, notice your mindset shift. Notice if your mind changes at all while you're here. The way you used to think about yourself and your circumstances and your life versus like how you see it each and every week. Is that changing? I also wanted people to notice if their emotions were changing, like their situations in their life and how they reacted to them. Are they changing? Even are the situations changing? Are their beliefs shifting? What they used to believe versus what they actually believe now? And are they noticing any shifts in their circumstances, their situations, the reality, their lives? Are they noticing any changes in work, the people at work? home, the people at home, or anywhere else you are, do you notice a change in your environment? So we did a lot of like noticing ourselves and others, which was really cool. Number three rule, they had to pick one thing or one person they wanted to manifest into their life or one experience. And they have, we have to all stick with that experience for the entire time. We cannot change and this is a piece that I can stop right here and talk about for me. When I started this journey, I want to say it was the beginning of November, I believe, that I really started taking this seriously and committed to it. Um, and I could not change the thing that I wanted to manifest. And it was really fascinating to watch myself stick with one thing because there were so many times I wanted to switch that thing to another thing. And I, for the first time probably in my life, I didn't allow myself to do it. I had to stick with the one thing. And I even had one of my own students say, no, Michelle, I'm really going to change my one thing that I want to manifest because I have a bigger and better vision now. This experience is showing me that I want to go bigger and better. And I said, no, stick with the one thing. And then underneath that one thing, we do this thing called... Um, like writing down our thoughts and editing our thoughts. And when you go to write down your thoughts, you're going to write your big thoughts down there and edit those if you want to. So it was really even challenging for other people to stick to their one thing. They kept wanting to switch it. Now, here's what some people said to me. But Michelle, what if it really is morphing into the bigger thing? I said, and I said that this is how I'm working on myself. I said, let's stick with that one thing until we actually manifest it into our reality. After that, we're allowed to switch. Let that be the rule of the game and let's just see where that takes us. And everyone, you know, everyone who's playing the game agreed to that. Okay, rule number four. Your fun job or activity is to do the inner work along the way. So I have this belief and I wanted the people uh, in this course to believe it also that the outer, our outer reality is simply a reflection of our inner selves. So the outer world is just a reflection of the inner world. And if that's true, the only thing we have to do is go on the inside of ourselves and make some adjustments, make some observations, and that should make some adjustments on the outside, our reality, we will see a difference in our reality. 
this is a, I feel like it's a simple concept that is, I haven't, every time I can remember this, it's true. This is a, this is one of those true truths that the inner world is first and it created the outer world. The outer world is just a reflection of our inner world. I also heard someone call it the other day, it's the universe, Y-O-U. And I thought that was so cool if we could really remember that it's within us. And then when we open our eyes and we experience life, it's through the lens of us. We're only seen through our own lens. And if we can go inside and realize that we can put on some new lenses, and then when we open our eyes again, the world is very different. I see this over and over again with myself as I do my own inner work. I see my outer life change pretty, pretty quickly. And when I work with my clients doing the inner work, their circumstances change pretty quickly. It's fascinating and it's so exciting and empowering because we already we always have ourselves to work with we're never really pointing the finger at anything else in the world okay rule number five be open to letting go of ways that no longer serve you and adopting new ways that do serve you so here's what I noticed in myself and others as we do the inner work we're actually letting go of old ways of being we're letting go of old habits. We're letting go of old patterns that aren't serving us anymore. And we don't have to, we get to choose, but we're gonna be very conscious of what, what, what is actually going on. So I noticed that me and others, it's not always easy to let go of the old way. And there's this primitive part to ourselves that says the old way keeps you alive. The old way is safe. Yeah, the old way not be make, might not be making you happy. It might not be making you feel fulfilled. It might not be part of the greatest version of yourself. But you are, you're surviving. You're alive. And there's a big part of us that still runs on survival. And it should. We do have parts of us that are keeping us alive. We want that. But there's parts of us that believe if we let parts of us go, that we die. And in some ways, it's true. That part of us, that pattern that gets released or transformed is gone. It is it is the end of it. It is dead. But we have a lot of meanings around what dead is. But it, this, I want this to be a good thing. But it can feel really weird emotionally and psychologically when a pattern is gone. There can actually be, strangely enough, a grieving process and a feeling of loss and emptiness around it. And it's true because you're not operating that way anymore. And it feels really weird. Okay, so um, I was a little bit of a tangent on number five, be open to letting go of the old ways that no longer serve you. And I'm just trying to add these little snippets to, to help you 
along the way. What's really helpful for me when I'm letting go of a pattern that no longer serves me and I get this empty feeling, I just have to keep telling myself I'm safe. I'm creating a new pattern. It's okay. I'm safe. I'm safe. And I get to talk to that primitive part of myself that's trying to keep me alive. Does that make sense? Okay, so those are the rules for um, the inner work manifesting four-week experience. Next, I want to share with you the beliefs that I asked myself and the group to consider believing to try on for size for the four weeks and see how their lives changed. So give me a sec while I flip my chart and uh, share those with you. Here are the beliefs that we as a group decided to um, agree to and try to believe, try on for size. And let's, here they are. Number one, I'm going to get everything I came for in this four week experience. So I asked them, I said, we're here together for four weeks. I want you to say to yourself, I'm gonna get everything I came for here. I'm gonna get everything and more. I'm gonna get so much out of this. And I ask them to come in with that attitude each and every week because I knew if they, I could, if they could get themselves to believe that, that they actually would get more out of it. And I wanted them to get everything out of it they could for their own great life, for their own manifesting efforts. I've instilled this belief in me and it's crazy how one new belief can change your life. So I've been using this one for a while. I'm gonna get everything out of this. So I will get on a call with someone. And I will, before I even get on that call, I'll say, I'm gonna get everything I can out of this. I'm gonna give her everything she needs from this. And I really come in with that energy and it creates so much like focus within me that it's, that it's amazing. I've even noticed when I'm out with my friends now, you know, just relaxing, having fun, we're out to dinner, having drinks. Before I go, I say to myself, I'm gonna get everything out of this. I'm gonna enjoy this so much. And just prepping myself with that literally changes how much I can enjoy people and how much I am getting out of it. And like even the conversations we have and our fun times are deeper and like more interesting. And I, and it's because I've literally set the intention that I was going to get everything out of it. Not in like an intense way where I'm like, people are like, girl, no, it's very subtle within me, I hope. And it's just for me. It's just for me to get the most out of my life. Okay. That was belief number one. And we, uh, other people have talked about, wow, this, is, this has been a game changer to show up with this level of intention and everything is, is so amazing. Okay, number two, I allow all my emotions on this manifesting four-week experience. So here's what I've noticed in my manifesting experiments. I go through a lot of emotions. I go through a lot. So I know a lot of manifesting schools talk about like, you know, keep it positive, keep it uplifting. And I think that's awesome. And I think that's just part of the equation. 
some of the days when I am focused on my manifesting, some of those days are like, I don't freaking believe it at all. And this sucks. And I'm sorry I even picked this thing. Like I have those days and I allow myself to even feel that. Um, there was a time during mine that I got, I got COVID and I was sick. Like the first week I was really sick and all I thought was, God, who cares about manifesting? All I care about is like, am I going to make it? You know, like I just thought it was the stupidest thing. So I went almost two weeks, totally rejected my manifesting just because my energy and my health was so low. So I like fell off the wagon for two weeks and then I got back on the wagon. And sometimes when I'm back into focused on my manifesting mantra, I think it's a bunch of BS. And sometimes I'm super inspired by it. And sometimes I, it's boring. And I've noticed it's a little bit like lifting a weight. So if we were going to pick up a, I don't know, 20 pound weight and actually do like a bicep curl, and just did 20 of those every day, what happens? You're eventually gonna build the muscle in the bicep, right? And I can build, I can pick up that weight and I can be in a pissy mood, I can be in a, in a bad mood, and if I still lift that weight, I still get the muscle. If I lift that weight happy, I get the muscle. If I lift it sad, if I lift it mad, if I lift it any way, I, no matter what my emotions are, if I lift the weight, I get the thing, I get the muscle. And I've learned that manifesting is the same way. Focusing on the thing that you're manifesting, seeing yourself actually living with it, experiencing it, feeling the emotions of it, believing the things that you need to believe in order to have that, that is lifting the weight. And you can do that sad, glad, happy. We're not going to let our emotions dictate us doing the work. Does that make sense? Okay. Belief number three. The, and I shared this one several times and I'll share it again. The outer world is just a reflection of the inner world. So I just have to work on me, which is really good news because I always have me. Isn't that amazing? I, if you're into manifesting, if you want to manifest a money, a person, a, a home, a life, a health, whatever, it starts with you. And if I could get you, if you could get you to believing that the outer world is just a reflection of the inner world, then you will be so motivated to keep going back inside yourself first and focusing on you and focusing on your feelings and emotions and the thing that you want to create in your life, if you do that every day first and then open your eyes and go and do your daily tasks, it's going to change your life. And it's, and it's gonna change your life because I believe it's true that the, inner, the outer world is just a reflection of the inner world. So we're gonna focus on the inner world work on us and it changes what we experience in the outer world. It's so awesome. Okay, belief number four that I asked everyone to adopt. I see evidence of my thing, and I put thing in quotes because that's the thing, I'm the thing they want to manifest. 
I see evidence of my thing that I'm manifesting everywhere. I see evidence of it everywhere. And I really did see evidence of my thing everywhere. So here's my manifesting mantra right now. And I have to hold it until I experience it. And then I get to change it or keep it after that. I make a hundred or I create a hundred thousand dollars a month every month with ease, joy, and fun. That's mine. What I've noticed since I've been holding this one every day and setting aside time to focus on it, I've noticed a lot. I haven't noticed much more hundred thousand dollar months. I haven't noticed any of those, but I've noticed a lot more ease, joy, and fun in my life which honestly at this point in my life is the most important one. I don't think I knew that when I started this, but like I'm really enjoying the journey thanks to that part of my mantra. Then I've seen little bits of evidence of the money part of it. Like you're gonna find this funny, but like not that long ago, I found a dime on the, on the floor of my car as I opened the door right there uh, on the car floor uh, I found a dime and I picked it up and I giggled. I'm like, look, here it is. Evidence everywhere. The other day, I found a quarter on the floor. I picked it up and I said, there it is. Every day I see evidence of my manifesting. It's being manifested right now. And I take every little thing and I every little thing that happens. I bought wrapping paper at Christmas time. And I always buy like coordinated wrapping paper so it matches the decor of the room and I just want it all to look a certain way. And this was the first time in my life when I went out to buy wrapping paper and I, I caught myself going, oh, this paper is fun, oh, this paper is fun. Oh my God, this is so cute. And I just picked it all up and when I put it all together, it was like, did not coordinate. And I didn't care because it was so fun, all the different papers together. And I thought to myself, Okay, you're not the same woman. This you you are different. You have never bought mismatched paper. <laughs> so I knew that the fun and the ease and the joy was starting to like permeate and manifest itself. Uh, I hope that makes sense. So that's one of the the rules or the beliefs that we're working on. Like we are focused on seeing evidence of it everywhere, even little stuff. I had someone in one of in one in the group who I think hers is a she's focused on manifesting a certain amount of money too and she talked about finding $20 which is really unusual. I think she said she found it in a rock on her top of a rock. It was a very strange place which I was like that is, you know, that's not a coincidence. And um she talked about how she just took that and just felt all the joy of manifesting and saw the magic in the manifesting and her creating and co-creating. And um, she put it in her pocket and then someone came along that needed money and she she gave that money to that person. And she felt that, I could cry talking about it, she felt this deeper thing inside of her of how what she really wanted was to have the resources to help others. And I was like, yeah, I, that's exactly mine too. And her sharing that helped me see mine and helped other people see theirs. And it was just like us doing the manifesting is bringing us it's not about the stuff or it's not about the thing it's about us discovering ourselves along the way which is amazing which is the only reason we ever wanted anything anyway okay number five 
um, this is working. This is working. It's very similar to like number four, where we see evidence of the thing everywhere. Number five is this works. This is working. So if you can imagine, let's say you came into the manifesting course and you came in, this stuff doesn't work. This stuff does not work. And then I've got another student who comes in like, no, this works. I'm really excited to be here. This works. This works. Who do you think has the energy that's going to manifest? I think it's the person that has the lenses on of this works. So if so, when I learned this, I could start to see in myself all the places I, I go that I'm a little pessimistic about. And maybe um, like healthy pessimism is good. But, like, I, I had way too much of it. So now I can go into spaces now knowing that about me and knowing I want to get everything I can out of everywhere I go. And I say, this, I, the least I can say is, I don't know if this works, but I am open to it. I'm excited to learn here. I can't wait to see. I'm going to try her methods. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. I'm excited to be here. Okay, number six. I manifest through my thoughts feelings and beliefs. I manifest through my thoughts, my feelings and beliefs. And if that's true, then I'm going to spend time every day managing my thoughts, managing my feelings and managing my beliefs. And when I say managing, I don't know, what I mean by managing is how I do it, which is I allow myself to to write out all my thoughts and to write out all my feelings and maybe even and those are indicators of my beliefs so that's good enough and then I go back through and I edit my thoughts and feelings and I just ask myself is this empowering me towards the thing I said I wanted to manifest or is it disempowering me and if it's disempowering me I scratch out the sentence and I write the sentence that I would prefer which is usually just the opposite of the sentence I wrote. If the feelings are quote unquote negative and I don't think they're empowering me towards the thing I want, I cross them out. I, cry. I do two things. I feel into that feeling and I say to myself, do I need to process this? Do I need to feel it for a while so that it actually runs through my body? Or can I just cross it out now? and allow myself to feel the feeling I would prefer. And both things happen for me, honestly. But I've been doing this kind of work for a long time. So I bet if you're at the beginning of like understanding how emotions run through the physical body, you may have some processing to do. Okay, last one. This one is a new one for me that came to me that I shared with the group that, uh, that I've been playing with. And I, I'm, I'm still like, it's an experiments stage right now. The speed of my manifesting is directly correlated to the quality of my thoughts, my feelings, and my beliefs. And I can always work on the quality of my thoughts, feelings, beliefs. So I'm just, this is a new one for me to play with this idea of, okay, the more I like stay conscious of my thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, and the more I edit them, and the more I keep becoming uh, more aware of how I'm I'm, I'm operating, the faster I manifest. And I'm still, this is a new one for me, so I'm experimenting with it right now. Okay, I hope this was helpful. 
Share, if you can share in the chats, if it's available here, let me know what you're manifesting. Let me know what takeaways you had from this episode. I'd love to know what stands out to you. I'd love to know about your own manifesting uh, adventures. I, I think this, this manifesting, um, this inner work manifesting four week experience is so freaking good. I will, I'm gonna consider after I'm finished with this live group selling this course but we'll see uh if i do i'll eventually put it in the show notes um but please share any ideas you have i'd love to hear your experiences with it okay have a great day everybody take care talk to you soon bye recording stop